Hi, Yusuf. I think you're the second guest on our podcast. And uh, interesting because we started off with somebody who's been riding but not in the spotlight. And I guess that was the podcast aim. Uh, but I think you're the one who's a little more popular uh, with all the motorcyclists. So welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Uh, so I think uh, I think people know you through Instagram, a lot more popular on Instagram and uh, all the adventure and all the mud thinking that happens. Uh, I think that's how we all uh, know you. Uh, I think what I wanted to bring out is the experience, uh, what got you into motorcycling. I think there's a history also with you, which is, you know, you were a diver, you started off doing other things as well. Uh, you were a journalist also, and uh, now into motorcycling hardcore. So I think let's start off, and then while we're having a chat, uh, you can well, you can just uh, go about it. Uh, so what happened? How did it start? What, what's up with motorcycles? Why did you get into motorcycles? And uh, why, I mean, what's happening now? So you can go on. Um, yeah, man. No, so uh, how did I get into motorcycles? Well, uh, my dad told me the day to do it, so I had to try it. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much, I mean, that's actually how I was thinking. But uh, one day a cousin brought a, his brand new, you remember two-stroke motorcycle called the Suzuki Max 100? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he brought it home, and by then I'd already, I, I knew how to drive a car. This was around when I was 13 or something, 14. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, a little, a little older, I don't remember, but... Anyway, I knew how to drive a car and I knew how to drive a scooter. So I knew the clutch basics, except that in a car you use your foot for a clutch and, and obviously your bike is your best not right? Mm-hmm. But I knew how to mesh the coming hand and when you say, get the clutch action right and all. So I managed to get the bike running first time out and I, and I just remember how much I loved that, that little ride we did for five kilometers, no helmets, no safety gear, nothing yeah. we did there. <laughs> the bike was yeah. just awesome. Uh, that's what hooked me onto it. And then, many years later, I don't know, if I, I was working for Auto Time there, and this opportunity came up for me to ride a toilet field to, uh, to Leh, Manali to Leh, and I heard so much about that boat. And actually, that was my first adventure riding experience. Yeah. Because, and it blew me away, you know, because you know how the mountains are. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in yeah. those days, this was back in 2005, mm-hmm. uh, those days, that road was still unmolested, you know, it was still a tough road to go on. It wasn't easy like it is now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically what got me into it. And then I kept going and, you know, I mean, like you said, I did a lot of other things in between. And I came back to Kerala and I don't know, I had this, this, this Triumph Tiger thing had given me because I had one for three months in Pune when I was there. Yeah. You had, had the long-term, you had a long-term one, huh? That's what happened in, with Autocar, right? That's yeah. Right. I believe with, with Evo. With Evo, yeah. Evo. yeah. I remember this one, yeah. Actually, the funny thing was, I'm going to think about it, I think the funny thing was, uh, I I bought a tiger reading that, <laughs> that review and long term. Oh, yeah. awesome. So I myself bought a tiger that, and I, it was funny because uh, we never wanted to buy a tiger, but uh, we've always been bonnie people, and uh, I said that, and my only worry was, hey, how does, how does a short guy get onto a diver? And I think I think yeah. that's what uh, got a lot of people, uh, you know, that comfort level that hey, listen, you know, you can do that. But yeah, I think I, I think that's what really happens with motorcycles. Is you look at somebody else and you know, that you know what, this could be fun, <laughs> and uh, let's try it. But yeah, so that was uh, my tiger story. But I think you've gone a long way then. I mean, if I was to ask you how many motorcycles have you 
owned and uh, kept in a garage that would be a big list of gaming for now i mean apart actually, from that actually no man it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy actually no i haven't owned that many motorcycles because uh, well if you ask me how many motorcycles i've actually owned owned and bought hmm. it's a royal enfield thunderbird and this time tiger okay. xx okay two yeah That's but the long way i've had i've had very generous friends yeah who uh, lo- loaned me their bikes and i'm thinking loading it off for two three days like a year Yeah, yeah. So I had a BMW F650 Sanduro. Yeah, the Sanduro, the red one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for some twelve thousand kilometers on that one, he finally yeah. had to come home and grab the keys back from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 Pune. After a long, after a long time, I had the use of a Ducati six nine five. It was a totally um, black bike. It was yeah. no papers, nothing, but it okay. was loud and it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but tell me something. So, uh, if, yeah. if you were, uh, are you having more fun now riding the bikes, not being in journalism, or because I, I mean, for me, when I look at journalists and I looked at you and you were riding motorcycles, uh, being a journalist, I kept thinking, hey, this guy is lucky, you know, he's getting, he's getting to ride it. But I hear other stories where people tell me, like journalists tell me, hey, listen, that's a job. So you get up in the morning and you have to do the job, but you're not enjoying that bike really as much as you would get out. enjoying it because yours and not a day to shoot is that really true it is partly true okay so as a journalist it's the advantage is you get to write everything now yeah you know so you get you get a really nice uh, a wide variety of motorcycles so everything from a, i guess a budget you know mat <laughs> oh, yeah. to yeah. whatever the tati monte strada you know yeah. everything yeah. but yeah but you're right in the sense that You have to be careful with those bikes. I mean, it's mm. kind of you have to be careful. It's not your bike, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, you will obviously ride it, and you have some skill through riding all these bikes. You obviously ride it quite fast, push it a bit, but it's not your bike. And as your bike, nothing stops you. You just, you yeah. just keep. I mean, for me, that's that was the thing. I just once I got the tiger, then I could really like you know pick up, use it. You know, it, it's my man to answer to myself for that bike. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, That way, it's you know, it you can. It is a little bit more fun, of course. Yeah, your own bike. Yeah. Also, when it's your own bike, you end up paying the bill. So yeah, that is not so much fun. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I I agree. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there are, there are times when you you want to push it and you're just sitting there going, you know what? If something goes wrong, I've got this much. So there's like a there's like a number on top of your head while you're riding. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, slow down, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, do this again. Yeah. But you know, I agree with you. Um, so now, um, so I see you moving from you know uh, quite a few years of seeing the kind of culture of motorcycling in India to what it is now. Uh, if you were to give me uh, maybe a you know an explanation as to where we are going and what you saw and what you see uh, going ahead, I mean, there's somebody who told me you know what ADVs are going to rule uh, uh, the Indian market and that's what we're going to see only ADVs. Uh, what do you think? From where you've come, I'm I'm inclined to uh, agree with that thing about the ADVs. Mm. Um, if you look at it, when Harley came into India, mm. yeah, mm. Uh, I mean a lot of guys went ahead and bought them. I mean that time, I think Harley was one of the first guys, one of the first guys, yeah. and yeah. there was a huge market waiting for the bikes to come in. No? Yeah, so they all went and bought it. But then the problem with the Harley is that it's it's meant for open, smooth highways, wide corners, you know. Um, it's not. I, India's roads are just like too bad. I mean, there's potholes. You need ground clearance. You need some suspension, you know. Okay. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, the Harley for all is lazy, often it's 
a huge talk and everything. Yeah. It can't. It, it, I mean, most of the time, you might end up hitting something. Uh, it, I, I, I found a lot of owners getting frustrated with it. Yeah. So, so they slowly shift to ADVs, you know. Yeah. And if you look at it a couple of years ago, there was nothing. But now you got everything from a 1.4 lakh expulse, 1.4 lakh onboard. Yeah. Expulse. Yeah. To a, I don't know how many lakh, uh, what do you say? You can get a CBO. Yeah, or a CBO. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it just keeps, I mean, you, it, it's endless right now. You're like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. ADVs, I think, is one one way. And people are seeing, like, I noticed, you know, on Instagram, a lot of guys are actually taking the expulses in Himalayans, and, you know. Yeah. They're really exploring land. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're realizing that there's a lot of places you can go to on an ADV that you can't do on a, on a super sport or a. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's one way to look at it. The other way is of course I mean, that that middle way, I mean it's called the three ninety CC segment, uh what do you say? Uh the the new three ninety, that, yeah. that 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 segment, I mean, it's just, uh, all that is I mean you don't know which way it's going to so exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I actually like A D D is one of the bigger um I mean one of the directions we're heading in for sure. Yeah. You know? Easy to tell. So there's one. So one of my colleagues, they came to know that I was talking to you today for a podcast, and there was one question that they had, and uh, which was, uh, I mean, like I said, everybody sees you on Instagram with your tiger. They said they asked him, please ask him, what is the best state to do ADV touring and ADV uh, trails? And the answer, the answer also they gave me. They said it must be his own state, but let's clarify. Is that true? Uh, they, they, sorry, they, they want to know which state is it there. Yeah, which state. But that's what I'm saying. The answer also they gave me, they said he was, Usip is going to say his own state because, uh, it does come across as one of the best states. No, actually, man, it's like, uh, you know, I'd say the four corners of India are the best places to go ADV to the Gujarat, yeah, Ranaskat. Yeah. Mind blowing yeah. place, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's hot, but, but it's mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, all of Himachal, that whole belt, the Himalayan belt. Yeah. yeah. When you go, even, I mean, Leh, okay, Leh is got its system. Ladakh is got its, I mean, Ladakh got its own system. Himachal mm-hmm. got it. Uttarakhand has got it, you know. Yeah. And he had uh, further northeast into, into uh, Arunachal and all that. It's mind-blowing places to go. I mean, and, yeah, the roads aren't great, so we need an area. Yeah. You know? So, and, of course, yeah. And that's it, Kerala. Kerala is also, I know, it's also, like, really nice. Yeah. So if if people have to be motivated to buy an ADV today, would you tell them that there's a lot more to explore than India, or you think it's it's you know because I mean you know I I use a I use a a navigation system which is not you know it's a very odd navigation and it uses trails and it uses bicycle maps to get me to places that I get to. Uh, but would you say there's a lot more to explore? Yeah, man, obviously. It does, like, uh, I mean, you know, what happens is that, uh, I mean, when you go on the beaten path, mm. yeah, like, say, the Manali Day, yeah, yeah. For, an example, for example, yeah. when you go on that, you, there's still so much more that side that you can explore and ride, you yeah. know? It's That's just true. about talking to the locals and uh, going, just heading out there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Even in Kerala, like I've been, I've been here, I've been living here for the last three years, you know, and I still find new, well, maybe not like the nominal, but they're all always interesting, you know, some small street somewhere, something, you know, 
nice to these all along the way some something or the other you always find something that that's what it's about right? yeah yeah and keep keep on like exploring and pushing yourself and finding yeah. new things yeah. all the small things yeah so we've got so we did the the episode before this we did a one on small ADVs versus big ADVs now i know you go up beaten track uh would you recommend somebody to be on a big ADV to go there and explore or would you say the small ADVs can do the job and you should start off there and you know you'll have more fun there is <laughs> that because there's a lot of there's a lot of people who who still laugh at you know somebody riding a big bike and getting into the you know the trail so what would you say <laughs> okay it is a very actually i think it's a very personal thing yeah because uh, for me i learned top down i learned from the tiger and then i started riding himalayans and expulses in yeah. 390 west you know yeah so um when you do it that way one the learning curve is much more once you start learning once you get once you can ride a tiger off road like nicely mm. everything else is like so much easier. easier yeah okay but if you start small then it's a, again a long process of you know tiger can be intimidating um yeah. they sound especially when when you're going off road for the first time yeah it's big it's tall you know it's, it's top heavy so all of that yeah yeah but yeah. um what do you say uh for me it's, it's always been you know whatever you can get your hands on get out there and ride yeah you know so the best adventure on. bike is in your garage is that what it is yeah exactly okay. exactly what you you hit the nail on the head yeah <laughs> the best adventure bike is the one in your garage yeah. what you want to do so i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to try to keep this one and get to the last question uh cool over there uh yeah. i don't see too much happening around and uh, firstly i want to know how is that going and second uh, uh is there a limitation for people to come up with that schools too and uh, what are you guys doing up there <laughs> okay so uh look at as far as what's been happening i mean since covid it not been able to do anything but the last two weeks uh, we've had two batches coming last two weekends and we have one this coming weekend also yeah uh, we've got i mean what's happening there we've got a website up now uh, it's nice. called the school of dot dot com okay and uh, we we keep announcing our next uh, program so we have two day program now basic adventure program and a three day program as an advanced program okay. so we keep doing that uh, we're trying to do it twice a month okay uh, yeah. to make up for lost time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is somebody so can bring their own bike website. i'm assuming somebody can bring their own bike and even you can help someone with bikes or is it how does it go Yeah so we I mean up until before covid it was just you had to bring your own bike but uh, we were planning to buy a fleet but because of covid again we limited ourselves we got two two expenses oh, okay with us now that that you can hire from us uh, and for more and actually for all the courses we've announced so far they, they've already been booked out yeah yeah oh. so it's like people are keen on it um, yeah but you can bring your own bike in and ride with us it's not a problem as long as it's an ADV or a scrambler Yeah. Our trails are designed for ground trails, not yeah. for. Yeah. Can, yeah, a, a Royal Enfield classified as a really definitely get damaged there, right? Yeah, but you're training, or is there somebody else training with you? And how does it go? Are you calling trainers from outside, or uh, no, it's just you. just you? It's just yeah, uh, me and and I have my colleague uh, Rich John George who helps uh, me. Yeah, and uh, it's three of us who run it. Basically, three friends, Ashik, who's, who yeah. makes us look cool. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, I mean, the, we look at those pictures and we're like, wow, who's got so much time to write and take pictures? But yeah, good stuff, man. I mean, I think, I think Ashik yeah. is uh, definitely a needed resource in your team for sure. But yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I mean, he, he's a writer. He knows that. He knows yeah. what looks good. You know, so it's not natural for him. Yeah. And but yeah. what are these? These yeah, are all very really basic training courses, or do they? Do they? Do you have an advanced course and? Uh, what yeah, do so we do a two-day and a three-day package. So mm-hmm. two days of uh, basic training course, mm-hmm. and we, we usually we want everyone to learn and have fun. So if we're riding well on the basic one, then yeah. we throw, throw in a little bit of the of the tougher uh, stages on on our on our trail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what we did last Sunday. Three guys came and they they had a really good time. So I mean they were really riding well for yeah. beginners. So we took them on slightly tougher trails, slightly more trails. So they they also got to learn a little more than what they what they paid for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, so this weekend is a three yeah three day advance package. Yeah. Right. This is so, this is night night riding and, and okay. wild trail. Yeah. yeah. So if I was to ask you, what is the uh, what is the season for being in Kerala and doing school up there? Is it an all year season, barring the it's monsoons? Or? It's a, no, no, it's an all year season. Okay, so you're really so, going to so, get those uh, guys dirty. For sure. <laughs> like, yeah, man. No. So, so what happens is, uh, like, we we cut our trails through very natural terrain, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So every time you come there, I mean, I'm not saying it's just because it's just full of stuff, but what happens is that the weather changes our terrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. if it's dry, it's it's totally different. It's a different ball game. If it's wet, it's a totally different ball game. You know. Yeah. So whatever season you come in, there's something you learn, and we run right through there. We don't stop for the rain. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if it snows, then we are even happier, but it doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. So, last question. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, was this something that you always wanted to do, or this was something that just came up uh, on your journey of your career? Um, well, man, I went, uh, so I went long ago with time for one of Vijay Parma's Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that one. And then Frank said, why don't you do one in Kerala? Mm-hmm. And I did one for them in Kerala. And, it, you know, I had, I kind of enjoyed it. So. Yeah. And that's when actually I met one of my partners, Rich. Yeah. He was on that ride. Okay. Uh, and he was saying, let's do something. And, and it kind of clicked over the years. Nashik got in the picture when he bought a Frank Scrambler. Mm, yes. So, you know, it kind of just clicked and he, he had the land. You know, Rich is really good at managing stuff. I'm reasonably decent at instructing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's how it started. I mean, it, it just kind of, everything just kind of clicked. There, there was no plan to start this. I didn't know I wanted to do this. But yeah, yeah it just kind of clicked, man. And when it clicks, you gotta, you got to pick up that click and run with it. And see what we're doing. No, no, that's <laughs> and the other thing is, I mean, I always believe that motorcycles, more than just, uh, camaraderie and being with somebody uh, it, it's a it's a longer relationship I can't see that happening with car owners like, I can't see you know car owners going for a drive and say hey listen let's go out again next week I mean I can see that happening with motorcycles and then you build those bonds relationships and I think that's Absolutely. that's where it's taking you yeah. so yeah. yeah man kudos I'm happy I to mean, hear I mean, that look, look at this I, I, I know you but you do motorcycles yeah exactly yeah. yeah I wouldn't have known you and, and I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And most most of my yeah. most of the best people I've met in the last twenty years yeah. has been through motorcycles. So you know, I think that's uh, that's a good uh, that's a good analogy. But yeah, good good stuff. We're happy for you. Uh, keep it going, and uh, definitely love to see the kind of posts and the kind of adventures you all have. So, yeah, good stuff. Thanks for thanks for talking to us. Cheers, man. No
Cool. Thanks, man. All yeah. right. Thanks, man. Hi again. It's Suhaib. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you have anything to say with about motorcycles and more, uh, DM us on Instagram, and I'll be more than happy to uh, get you on the show and hear your experiences.